Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, welcome back to another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of Freaking Our Weekend Review on W A Y O L P Freaking Rochester, also on Apple Freaking Podcast, Freaking Spotify, and Freaking SoundCloud. If anybody freaking wants to know, Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers. My name is Taylor, the freaking Moss Man Lofton, and with me, as always, to my left is Sandy, the Sandman Fargus. Then bringing up the rear, we have freaking Doug, the Slug Jordan, and freaking Tadia, freaking Risher, the Snowman. All via freaking satellite freaking New York, the great satellite in the freaking sky. Weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, and the freaking panel, start your freaking engines. This is our weekend freaking review. <gasps> weakers, tweakers, thrill freaking seekers, it has been one week since we last spoke. And. Jeez Louise, down on my knees. I feel as though I am swimming through a crystal clear breeze. But the breeze is an ocean. And I am bare ass naked. Swimming through great clear waters. A lake with a waterfall gently streaming. My butt cheeks glistening as I dog paddle with my rear in the air. And then I lift my rear to propel my top downwards to frog paddle. And when I frog paddle under that water in my most favorite way of being, nude, weightless, my every extremity, Extermity is reaching outward And one in particular that usually dangles to and fro Is stretching outward toward a deep dark place I know it is down there I am underwater I am frog paddling I am going quicker I know I see a stream of light Something dark down there At the bottom of this great lake in the middle of an ocean and I swim down to it with bated breath and I see these strands wispy strands glistening in that beam of light from above the only beam that I see it's so beautiful in that light I want to caress it and touch it and rub it on my face and I grab it with my fingertips. It's soft, it's gentle, it's fragile. And and I turn it over and there I see the face of Gideon. Lifeless, dead in the water. Only a head at the bottom of the ocean. With what little breath I have left, I put my lips to this very, very dead, very cold, very purplish head to breathe whatever oxygen I have left in my lungs. Does a Gideon wake up, please? And as my lips purse against this severed head corpse, I feel the lips purse back against mine. And a tongue is inserted between my lips 
and I taste that of rotten flesh. And when I finally make my way back and breach that great water, Gideon's head is now on my shoulder, attached. Trying to let you know a little bit about my week. <sighs> um, so he, geez, the way his freaking Gideon got his freaking head cut off, and that is freaking horrible freaking news. Yeah, I don't know if it's a premonition or it is a, an inception, as, as Sandy so eloquently put it last week, but it is most likely what actually happened. And those for weakers and tweakers that may remember, and those who don't, Gideon is a great friend of Doug Jordan's wife, busty, blonde, beautiful as she is, a childhood friend of her fallen brother. And geez, Louise, down on my knees, he has been missing ever since Sandy and I went to go offer to buy him ice cream so Sandy could sort of corral him into some sort of scheme as to win back the favor of Principal Buttingham. And... Freaked him out a little bit. He destroyed some of the unfinished puzzles he had around his house, and he has been on the lam since then. And now we know that his fate lies at the bottom of the Great Ocean. But his head is attached to your body? That might be a metaphor. Not sure. Because yeah, I'm going to say, you know, I'm seeing you on the camera, and his head is not attached to your body right now. Yeah. Also, he, he slipped you some tongue. Did I mean that I mishear that part? That, yeah, he did. And it tasted awful. And also, I got to tell you, I had a, quite a wet dream after that. I woke up and there was urine all over my sheets. Mm. So. Oh, boy. Well, you wet the bed. Yeah, wet dream. Well, there's a difference between wet dream and wet the bed. Can you explain the difference? I don't know. Well, the... Well, wetting the bed is when you urinate in the bed, and then a wet dream is when the other thing comes out. The cream? Cream cheese frosting, Doug Jordan? Well, I wouldn't have said that, but yeah. But but freaking piping hot freaking cream nonetheless. That's why sometimes people put those glazed donuts on the end of their dangly Johnson when they go to sleep. Who do, who is putting the glazed donuts lots on the end people, of their Lots of people, people freaking do that. that. Lots of people mm-hmm. freaking do that, Doug. It's, yeah. Yeah, I've never heard of that before in my life. Shriners, I think, started it, but a lot of people just keep doing it. Yeah. Well, geez, Louise, down on my knees, didn't want to bog weakers and tweakers down, but apparently Gideon is dead, and he will not be at the garden party that is forthcoming on Memorial Day freaking weekend. Very excited for that, Doug Jordan. God bless you. God best bless. I was gonna say God bust, and then I meant to say bless busty blonde beautiful Mrs. Jordan. Now. Doug Jordan, how was your week? How you doing? How are you? I God told you not to you ask me how... this this week. I told you not to ask me this this week. You know what I'm going to say. You know how my freaking week has been. It's been a, a pain in the ass, one after the other. You know what you guys did, and I'm I'm freaking. I don't want to talk about it on the radio. I said I don't want to talk about it on the radio this week. How freaking you are? 
No, I about how my freaking week has been because I had two pallets of freaking concrete pavers delivered to my house in my front yard, then two tons of freaking gravel, and I have three tons of sand just freaking sitting there because you guys decided to order this stuff to try and landscape the freaking yard. Meanwhile, it's just dropped off, and now I've got to freaking go to the restaurant, come home, freaking grab a shovel, start shoveling the thing in the freaking wheelbarrow, bring the wheelbarrow to the freaking backyard. Oh, while you guys don't freaking do anything, just watch me freaking sweating up a storm. And I'm I'm tired. That's how my week has been. Wait a minute, you're mad about that? We bought you all this great gift. And geez Louise down to my knees. We thought a desert landscape. What a great solution to your terrible woes of this flower bed garden that was mysteriously trampled and though we couldn't catch and or haven't been able to catch yet that beast that sandy is out there looking for that great beast of the southern wild we are doing our best to make lemons out of lemonade that has been urinated in and fecalated in as fertilizer for the flowers that was do you understand what i'm trying to say we're trying to do our best doug jordan we can't hear you i understand what you're trying to say and i and I honestly, I asked you not to do that because I had a freaking flower bed that was going to freaking bloom. And then all of a sudden you guys got all this freaking stuff delivered and you're not doing anything. I'm the one that has to freaking landscape it all. I mean, it's your freaking party. Yeah, but that's extra work that I have to do now on top of doing the other stuff. Well, because in, in, so it, you, um, as everybody freaking maybe wiggers and twiggers aren't familiar with this. There's a freaking song called freaking Sandstorm, um, which... Um, it was a big freaking hit. Um, and it was a big, and I figured when I was singing about that, I was freaking drinking, but I was actually, I was quite freaking drunk. And I said, Jesus, Louise, imagine freaking, imagine if this, if this freaking garden party, um, which isn't quite a, a, very much of a freaking garden because the garden was freaking destroyed, was instead a freaking desert, freaking, a desert freaking party. And I could play freaking Sandstorm on freaking loop. Yeah. And when Sandy was describing that to me, he was very drunk, he was wearing his boxer shorts, and he was wearing a Hawaiian shirt that was unbuttoned, and no shirt yeah. underneath, and he had a bottle of brownies in his hand, and there was a thunderstorm going on in the background, and actually, believe it or not, and Sandy might not remember this, Sandstorm was playing on repeat the entire time he was telling me about this. Um, yeah, I don't freaking remember that, but it sounds like that was probably where the freaking inspiration came from. Um, geez Louise, it, 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 it hit me like a freaking bolt of freaking sand, freaking lightning. And I said, geez Louise, it, it must come to freaking be. And, um, so geez Louise, um, we, we, we got all the freaking, we all, we got most of the freaking equipment. I'm still waiting on two freaking industrial, uh, size freaking fans. Um, cause I guess the whole freaking, I mean, it's all going to freaking culminate in, 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 in the end, by the end of the freaking party, the freaking, fl- the freaking giant freaking industrial size, uh, freaking fans are going to freaking kick in and freaking whip up all the freaking sand right in my freaking direction while I'm freaking standing there. Um, and, and, and freaking, and the, the light show will begin. Um, so lots of freaking look forward to wiggers and twiggers. You're not going to want to freaking miss this freaking, um, this freaking absolutely ridiculous garden party, which is now a freaking desert freaking party. But what I've pointed out to you is that. It freaking rains here a lot. And when sand gets freaking wet and you have an industrial fan blowing on it, it's not going to freaking go anywhere because it turns to freaking mud. Well, man, we're just going to have to freaking cross our freaking fingers and pray to God that it doesn't freaking rain because otherwise, then I think this freaking plan won't freaking work. Very good, freaking Doug. Thank you for pointing that out. And what Sandy also failed to mention here is that if you triangulate these industrial fans, 
in a circle at an angle at all tipped at an angle, you will create what is effectively a sandado, which is a tornado out of sand. And it'll look really cool. Um, in freaking no way did I freaking fail to mention that. Um, I don't believe that what you're saying is freaking um, is, is freaking correct. And um, and and I'm but now that I'm thinking about it, I guess a freaking San NATO would be sort of the freaking perfect would sort of be the freaking perfect freaking climax to this freaking otherwise freaking horse party. Yeah, yeah, absolutely freaking hilarious. And geez, Louise, down to my knees, Doug, you will be thanking us by this week's end. I promise you that. Just really hope we get those freaking fans in soon because I got to freaking practice this freaking stunt before he, um, well, I just don't want to freaking blow it and come the freaking, come freaking showtime. Yeah. And I would also appreciate it if by the week's end we got some reimbursement for all that sand and stone because it wasn't cheap. No, no, I'm not going to reimburse you. I asked if they'd take it back and they said no. And then they said that they would call you and talk to you about it. And they said that you refused to take it back. Well, well, I didn't refuse to take it back. I refused to answer the freaking phone call. I took one look at the incoming call, and I said, well, I'm not freaking doing this. I'm not, I'm not dealing with this. I'm not absolutely not freaking dealing with these freaking people again. Uh, and so, yeah, I, and I went ahead, and, and then I, I went ahead, and I freaking called them back. And then when they started talking to me, I said, listen, listen, I'm, I'm not the man to be freaking talked to. And if you try to freaking call me again, I, I will not freaking answer you. I've been telling you freaking, this is the number to freaking call. This is the guy to freaking talk to. Um, I said, I go, I don't know if he's trying to freaking order more freaking sand or more freaking gravel. He doesn't think that we got enough, uh, or if he's just wondering where the freaking fans are. Um, and that was you. I gave him your your freaking phone number, and I said, this is the person to freaking deal with. Yeah. The landscaping company is also selling the fans. Well, geez Louise, I don't remember. You know what? Maybe I didn't freaking order. Geez Louise, maybe I didn't freaking order the fans. Maybe I tried to ask for the freaking fans from the landscaping company. And they said, we don't really freaking do that. But it's hard to freaking tell because of geez Louise, how freaking drunk I was. I mean, worst comes to worst, we just end up with more fans. I don't think that could hurt. Yeah. Man, yeah, that's a good freaking point. Yeah, but I didn't want this. I just wanted to have a nice Memorial Day garden party in my backyard, and now I've got three tons of sand that I have to deal with. Well, and you can't not, have a freaking you're not, and you're freaking interrupting me right now. Um, wait, you actually, can't have a freaking garden party without a freaking garden, Doug. Okay, and I mean, because of the freaking giant freaking wild freaking beast that's out there, freaking desecrating all sorts of freaking plots of land, we've had to make some freaking adjustments. Yeah. Yeah, but what are you going to do with the gravel and the pavers? I was just ordering. I just said, well, I guess we'll take one of some of that, and I guess we'll take some of that, because um, I figured, well, we could always freaking use it. Um, yeah, you make a pavers to make a it. walkway. It'll look cool. I don't know. The gravel goes down, then the sand goes on top of it, so the sand doesn't all blow away. Yeah, man, I'm going to need to freaking put my freaking DJ equipment on something, so and it's not, it's definitely not going to put it in the freaking sand, Doug. So you're going to build the stage out of the pavers, or is that something that I have to do now, too? Well, that would be delightful. Thank you so much for bringing offering. No, I'm not. Um, I'm not offering. I think that that would be very freaking cool. Um, I suppose I could just freaking do it on your freaking back deck, but um, I'd really rather be sort of out there in the freaking center of the freaking sand, the sand NATO. Um, maybe the sand NATO is freaking going around me. I, I'm in the freaking. I'm in the. I'm freaking right in the freaking center plot um, with the freaking papers. Um, it's just something to think about. But we got we got a little bit of time before we got to freaking make a move on this anyway going to be absolutely freaking hilarious. Well, geez, Louise, down to my knees. Blessed are thee that come to roost. Doug Jordan, God bless you for the good work you've been doing. Trust me, this will pay off. Now, 
Sandy the Sandman Farkas, we touched on quite a bit, a bit, bit about your week. Is there anything else you would like to add in terms of how you're doing, how you've been, how are you? God blessing yourself and uh, all of us onto you. And how was your week? Well, um, yeah, absolutely. Um, that was, that's a series of good freaking questions. Um, first of all, freaking, I'm um, very freaking, I'm blessed to freaking be here, and, and thank you for the blessing and blessing unto um, unto you as well. Um, I am freaking Mr. Freaking Diggins. Um, I am freaking drunk. Um, other than that, my freaking week, geez, at least I have um, I have uh, a decent amount of uh, some good news to freaking report on. Um, I finally uh, was able to, um, well, I was able to return freaking Mrs. Jordan's initial freaking investment um, because the freaking the freaking business has been pretty freaking good recently, uh, and um, so from here on out, it's all freaking profit, baby. So you made good on this great investment for Uyghurs and Tweakers that don't remember. Sandy the Sandman Vargas, of course, took a great loan from Mrs. Jordan under the nose of freaking Doug Jordan. He had no idea. And this was a great loan, about 10 big G's. And it was for DJ equipment. It was for quite a bit of freaking brown, as I recall. And also yeah. just kind of just to get him a chance to go out kind of see what other DJs were doing and kind of be able to model himself after them but also bring his own little sw swank and twist to it yeah geez louise could have sworn it was my freaking turn to talk um yeah um i did freaking take quite a bit of that money and freaking put it towards freaking brown um spent a little bit of that money uh, going out and freaking taking a look at djs and sort of trying to freaking model my freaking performance after what i saw and what i liked and then also you know finding ways to sort of put my own little personalized swank onto it um other than that um yeah the freaking equipment um that was freaking essential and um and 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 it, i've been freaking modestly freaking successful i I have a freaking surplus after returning the freaking uh, initial freaking investment of freaking 10 freaking G's. Uh, and I am now freaking going to splurge and get some new freaking equipment. Um, but I'm going to need to be reimbursed for all that sand and stone bullshit um, if that's going to be able to freaking work. You want me to reimburse you for the, all the sand and stone and gravel that I didn't ask for? Well, if I'm going to, well, because I that that money was supposed to be freaking spent on freaking uh, DJ new DJ equipment, but then I figured, well, I I should probably grab this stuff for freaking Doug because this is such a um, um, brilliant freaking solution to his freaking garden pro um, garden problem. Um, so if you can give me that freaking money back, that would be amazing. Um, that way, I'll no, I'm not freaking, paying you back. Well, because I need to freaking expand this freaking business, Doug. I can't just keep freaking milling about with my freaking thumb on my freaking rear. Well, why do you buy all this sand? Because I can't just keep. I, listen to me. You need to shut the hell up. I can't just no, freaking, no. I can't just freaking, I can't keep up. them, you were freaking interrupting me. I can't no, just you're interrupting me. And actually what is happening is that you're freaking interrupting me. I no, can't freaking I'm pretty survive. sure you're interrupting me because well, I'm talking. And One person at a time, maybe. please. You would think that because what was actually, you were interrupting me. Um, um, geez Louise, now I don't remember what the hell I was saying. Thank you, freaking Doug, for ruining my freaking segment. Well, now, geez Louise, down on my knees. I do remember, Sandy, you making mention. You were very drunk. It was during the sandstorm. And you made mention of doing some sort of hilarious freaking drunk karaoke and needing a bunch of equipment to do karaoke for different parties, different sort of uh, yeah. events. And I thought you would be make a great host. 
Yeah. Well, well, thank you for for freaking saying that. Um, and you're freaking correct. And um, it, you know, it, it might be it might be freaking too early to freaking talk about this, but I just figured after the freaking success of the freaking garden party, and after freaking uh the eighth grade freaking senior freaking uh, ceremonial freaking breakfast, um, and after freaking vanquishing Evan Dawson once and for all on that same day. Uh, it would be my freaking pleasure to um, to go ahead and freaking do some of what we talked about um, quite a few months back um, called uh, freaking karaoke freaking weekend, um, where um, drunk freaking karaoke freaking weekend um, as a, as a way to freaking um, celebrate our freaking our, our many victories that are uh, freaking forthcoming. Yeah, we've been looking at some locations. Sandy's been letting me help him a little bit with it. And it's a little bit early to talk about it at this point, but we were kind of thinking maybe the place, maybe around the Catskills, something like that, like an old Catskills resort that is kind of underutilized and unkept that maybe we could just sort of sneak in and invite a bunch of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We 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 found lots of um, uh, really nice freaking abandoned, freaking foreclosed, um, and half freaking demolished freaking buildings uh, down in the freaking Catskills. Um, basically, right now it's just a it's just a matter of freaking picking which one is perfect. Um, and hopefully we can get freaking drunk karaoke weekend, um, sort of camp out in these freaking vacant freaking buildings, um, and and nothing but freaking drinking and freaking karaoke all freaking weekend long. So are you inviting a bunch of people or is it just the two? I'm going to invite everybody I freaking know. Um, and man, every single Uyghur and Tweaker and hell, even the freaking mail tards, uh, if they can freaking figure out how to get there. Um, it, and, and, my, and I think my, my vision for it is that this would be the best freaking party that we've ever freaking thrown. Um, and honestly, now that I'm saying it, maybe we should freaking just save the, all the, the freaking sandstorm for that freaking event. But like I said, maybe getting maybe maybe getting a little freaking ahead of myself. Um, yeah. One thing at a time. Um, just there's a lot of exciting exciting things on the freaking horizon. Yeah, it's going to be a very very select and very exclusive guest list, Doug Jordan. So, based on um, your behavior, you may or may not get in. It sounds to me that you guys don't even know where you're going to freaking go. So, well, it's just a freaking matter of freaking choosing which freaking um, empty, freaking dangerous, uh, freaking vacant, freaking building down in the Catskills um, would be freaking perfect for the, this particular freaking event. Yeah. Because um, I've seen pictures of a whole bunch of them, um, and a lot of them are freaking uh, vying for the freaking top spot. But I would really rather freaking just stop freaking talking about this. Um, and freaking move on. I'm just trying to keep a little bit of a um, freaking element of surprise Man. going on. The only thing I want to make mention, Doug Jordan, just because you seem so skeptical, there are tons of these abandoned old resorts in the Catskills, the once booming, prosperous summer location for transplants from New York City, that now deserted, desolate, empty. And any one of them would really make a perfect location for this karaoke weekend. Now, that is all I will say about that. Freaking Tadia Freaking Risher, who has been waiting patiently to explain his great life. The great story of Tadia Risher that we love so much. Tadia Risher, how you doing? How you been? How are you? God bless you. And how was your week? Thank you for freaking asking. Uh, very freaking as always. And uh, uh, thank you for the blessing, too. I can't remember if you gave me a blessing or not, but thank you. Um, and thank you guys for all you're doing for this hilarious freaking sand party that is going on, especially you, Doug. It sounds like a great endeavor. I can't wait to freaking be there. Um, my week has been uh, busy. I've been doing a lot of training, a lot of freaking scheming, a lot of freaking preparing because uh, I've, I've kind of made a pact with myself um, 
that this is probably going to be my friggin' Independence Day coming up. Uh, as Uyghurs and Tweegers friggin' know, last week I talked about maybe running away um, from my tyrannical father, who has been making me go to the friggin' accounting firm with him and sit in the corner and friggin' doodle and friggin' uh, get coffee and that kind of stuff. Well, I decided no more, but instead of running away, you know, I was, I was two steps out the door basically with my friggin' bindle and my friggin' pop tarts and my friggin' marshmallows. And I looked at the friggin' house and I thought, you know what? Why should I have to leave? This is my friggin' house too. I grew up here. I friggin' put in my dues. I mowed that lawn several times. Not a lot, but several times. And I friggin' I friggin' have just as many memories there as my friggin' father does. And I decided if I'm not if I'm going friggin' down, I'm I'm not going down without a friggin' fight. Yeah. And that's why I've made the decision not to run away from home and then to friggin' fight my father to the death over the rights of that friggin' household. And so I've been training, I've been taking kickboxing classes. Not like official ones, just there's a guy that I met down the street who likes to hit a punching bag in his garage. I've been going down there a few times every week uh, just to, you know, hit the punching bag a little bit. And and so I, I'm preparing to fight this man. Now, the tricky part is, though, to get him to actually accept my friggin' duel so that I can I can have the rights to the friggin' house. And that has been very difficult Um as he he kind of brushes me off anytime I bring it up, so I have no freaking option but to force him into it through freaking schemes, and so I have been laying booby traps throughout the house, buckets of water on top of my father's door, snakes in the freaking toilet, Doug. Don't ask me where I got them. This is the same guy who's teaching me kickboxing down the street. Friggin' firecrackers under his pillow. I've even been using a little bit of low-grade poison in his friggin' coffee every morning. Not like stuff that'll kill him, but, you know, he definitely does get sick. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been antagonizing him. He's not happy. But, uh... But he has yet to accept my friggin' fist fight. But I feel like it's only a matter of time. I just may have to amp up the friggin' pranks. Yeah. Yeah. So at this point, your great strategy is to go to your father into a battle for the pride of your family, the family home, and by which you will goad him using some very dangerous pranks, one of them including poison, which you have a long, long track record of implementing poison in many of your schemes. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was what I thought about not poisoning my father. But you know what? Um, they say stick with what you know. And you're right. I, I know my friggin poisons. I know what will kill the man. And I and I could I could kill him today, but I'm not going to because yeah. I want to I want to friggin fight for my right to friggin live in this house. So just very low grade poisons, the stuff that'll make him throw up and maybe poop his pants, Doug. And how does he seem to be handling that? Not well. I mean, he won't fight me, but he's uh, the man. The man is a, has a resiliency to friggin' poison that I was not expecting. So I've been having a up my dosage 
little by little and it's not really having the desired effect and as for the pranks he just gets he gets really angry and he just he he keeps telling me to just go to my room Teddy, p- please be careful why what do you mean I'm just I just I think it's a great idea and I'm sure everybody here would agree with me I just yeah, want you to be very very careful about this I isn't I mean obviously I think it's a great idea I'm sure Sandy mm-hmm. especially Doug would agree um, sure. but I think you should be careful with some of that stuff some of the poison I think yeah well honestly I'm a little bit more worried about the friggin firecrackers under his pillow because that could uh, he doesn't have very strong pillows he, kind of a light sleeper so that could maybe blow his ear off or like ruin his eardrums or something like that but it's absolutely freaking hilarious so i'm gonna keep doing it yeah 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 but i see what i see what you mean by the poisoning it just seems to me like you said you were gonna run away nobody told you you had to leave you're staying in the house so why are you going through all this trouble if you can just continue to stay there I don't think Doug's understanding really what I'm getting at. Doug, I'm going to fight my father with my fists. And that's and the winner will be declared the friggin' man of the house. No, I understand what you're trying to do, but I don't think you have to do it. I think you can just kind of, you know, let it go and stay there and go to work with your dad and help him out a little bit. And then you can just leave on your own. I don't know, Doug. I think it's you, gone a little far for that. I... It, where were you three weeks ago, Doug? Could have used this advice, but uh, what's happened has happened. I've, at this point, I've put freaking three firecrackers under this man's pillows. I've poisoned his coffee at least five times. And I've killed two snakes, putting them in the freaking toilet. I thought snakes could swim. Not the case. Yeah. There's yeah. specific snakes for that. Well, where were you this way? You're giving me a lot of hindsight information here, Doug, and I don't... Yeah, that's not really freaking helpful. Um, Doug, so try and keep your um, asinine okay. comments to a freaking minimum. Um, yeah, no uh, and, and keep your freaking interruptions yeah. at a freaking minimum. Um, yeah, sorry. I'm, okay, you're trying to freaking tick me off. You are freaking trying to freaking tick me off. Um, I want to say that I freaking love um, what you're freaking doing. I just would say maybe you should be careful. I don't think you should end up... It might freaking backfire uh, hugely if you end up freaking killing your father. Well... Well, I don't think any of the snakes that I've had were poisonous. So I don't think I don't think that would kill. Yeah, him. but the freaking poison that you're feeding him is poisonous. Yeah, that's the one that I worry about. But I mean, it's always worked out fine in the past. I just think I would say I have about an eighty percent success rate with poisons in terms of not killing people. Yeah, yeah. it's interesting um, to hear his freaking about his freaking resiliency to poison. Um, because in, in that in that in that sense, I guess you could say the freaking apple doesn't fall far from the freaking tree. No, I have been poisoned several times to no avail. Um, so it almost makes me proud. Yeah, it almost makes me proud, but uh, it also hardens my resolve that I will get this man a freaking cave. Yeah, and I just have to find the right poison, the right mix, and I feel like I'm a step off. So I'm just gonna keep trying until I get it. Well, God bless you. And speaking of which, Weakers, Tweakers, Thriller Freaking Seekers, we got a great freaking show for you full of freaking our week's news and discussions. But before we get to that, we have one quick segment for you now. At 
you the funeral, you sit there alone, waiting for the slow-moving mourners to go. And once all have gone, you approach the casket, sprinkling rose petters you brought in a basket. You stand above the body, staring into eye sockets, just for a moment before rifling through pockets. In the throes of your action, you hear a sound and crane your neck from its perch to look around. But there isn't a soul left inside that church, though you swear that you've sensed a presence lurch. As you turn back to the body, your eyes lock onto the gaze of Christ on the cross in full display. You think of the Buddha and Vishnu and Muhammad Ali and how none of those men could set this man free. So before you go about making a rash decision, please consider our week's guide to religion. So, geez, Louise, what we're going to do is do a kind of roundtable panel discussing using the eight systems category analysis, eight category systems analysis, the first being food, the second being shelter, the third being clothing, the fourth being toilet, the fifth being cars and motorcycles, the sixth being sports, and the seventh being geography, and the eighth being miscellaneous, which everybody knows is sex. Now, we are going to illuminate the world of religion for Uyghurs and Tweakers who might be dissatisfied with the one that they know. Because for Uyghurs and Tweakers, there are many religions that are available to you and Though we often just talk about one or two or three or five, there are literally billions of them. And we're going to kind of go through all of them in the course of this, talk about different foods, shelters, cars, motorcycles, sports, clothing, toilet, geography, and miscellaneous, which everyone knows is sex. How that they kind of deal with those things. So, any questions at this point? Yeah, I'm a little, I'm confused a little about this, so... Is this for a specific religion or just for general? Well, you, he was just, he just freaking mentioned that. Yeah. Now I don't happen to freaking remember where he freaking landed on it, but he it was freaking mentioned. So can we freaking please begin? Yeah, so all religions fall into this. So the first is food, and I go with food. Now, geez, Louise, down in my knees. Christians eat the blood and of Christ, and they drink it like vampires. But they also eat his body and they gobble it up. They suckle on it, really, because it is very dry. So it must be suckled in the mouth to moisten that flesh, that old, old flesh, because this guy died 2,000 years ago, maybe more, Doug Jordan. Nobody really knows. And it's dry, old flesh, tasteless. The, the salt has dehydrated from the skin it's just this cardboardy flesh now that is why this can be kind of a drag of a religion when these are the foods you find yourself eating now the other foods that you could be eating in obviously the jewish face you eat a lot of latkes which are hilarious freaking potato pancakes filled with freaking sour cream slathered in freaking applesauce served freaking cold they're absolutely freaking delicious you also will might eat something called challah bread very similar to easter bread and it is a braided loaf and it looks much like the braided loaf i took in the toilet honestly about five minutes before we started the show and i don't know how i did it i don't know how i got it to braid that way but it's not the first time i've done it doug jordan now, there are other foods in other religions, I think, in... Well, the food in freaking Buddhism is just not eating. They just 
It's weight. It's weight. The weight. That's the meal. Dinner is called weight. And they just sit there and wait. And then in Islam, I, I don't know. I don't know. I know that they also wait a lot until the sun goes down. Then they gorge. I think it's because what they're eating is something they don't want to be seen eating. It's something so vile, Doug Jordan, that during this, these days of fasting, they needed to wait until the lights are down, down low. And only by the moonlight can they begin to gorge on this feasting food that they eat. I'm kind of at a loss for thinking about religions right now. Yeah, I think I are we are we are we, are we really trying to do every single ring of religion, or are we? Well, I was going to give it a shot. Okay. Uh, you did say there were billions earlier, and this is a one-hour show, so. Yeah, that's a good point. Number two, Sandy the Sandman, Fargus, shelter. Um. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so this is sort of a freaking easy one. Um, as far as freaking uh, religion is concerned, um, the shelter um, would most often be known as a freaking church, um, uh, complete with a freaking steeple and a um, couple of freaking um, couple of freaking priests, um, couple of um, um, also I guess you, you can think. I mean, the original freaking shelter, the freaking manger, um, from which freaking. Um, Jesus Christ um, uh, first freaking uh, spilt from the loins of his freaking mother um, and then I guess there's also um, a freaking temple which is a Jewish church um, and then there's um, I guess a sort of freaking TV um, for the Native American um, who also worship um, many who worship many freaking God um, and I guess once you get into the freaking Native American of it all, I guess you can do the freaking Longhouse, uh, the freaking Wigwam. I believe I freaking mentioned the freaking TV earlier. Um, uh, and and the freaking and the hut. Um, a hut is a very freaking important one. And typically, you'll find that uh, the roof is made of freaking straw, and I guess the base of it is also made of freaking straw. Um, and then a good amount of freaking dirt and. Um, and you know, sometimes, sometimes a little bit of freaking feces to freaking uh, sort of bond it all together. Um, so that's um, yeah. So that's freaking shelter. You know, I think you failed to mention the bell tower because that's where Quasimodo. All right. Well, I was getting to that. So um, obviously, the the most obvious one um, in all freaking religion is the freaking bell tower, um, which is where Quasimodo freaking lives. Um, and if you, if you aren't freaking aware of him, he's the ugliest man that ever lived. Um, he is um, grotesque and uh, and and uh, freaking hideously freaking disfigured and essentially freaking homeless. And his only freaking job is that he rings a freaking bell until one day he freaking falls off the top of the freaking tower all the way down and freaking splats. Um, Jesus, he that and he is and he was and he is um, he's a god in some freaking religion. I believe they freaking worship um, the face, the hideously freaking disfigured face of freaking Quasi the freaking Moto, Quasi the freaking Moto who lives. Uh, Lives in the freaking bell tower. Yeah. Excellent job there. Thank you. Now, freaking Tadia, freaking Richard, number three with clothing. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, clothing that there's different clothing for all types of freaking religion. Um, I mean, we when you when you look at the freaking clothing of Catholics and Christians, they're always wearing some sort of white robe, Doug, or um, maybe that black uh, kind of suit jacket with a freaking little white collar. Um, I have no idea what those are called. Um, absolutely hilarious. Um, a lot of priests wear them. 
Um, and I know some of the friggin' little tiny altar boys wear like these giant green robes and the Pope wears the dumbest hat I've ever seen. It's absolutely friggin' hilarious. Um, look it up if you haven't seen it. It's the funniest hat I've ever seen in my life. Um, I know in the Islamic faith, um, a lot of the, uh, men are wearing friggin' robes. Um, but I don't know why. And, uh, the women are wearing, uh, cloth over their head Doug it's kind of like a scarf where you know you can only see their eyes uh, that's because they have a lot of friggin rules in Islam um, about women showing off any parts of their body but they can't they have to be able to see Doug so they can't cover the eyes um, which is really sad but absolutely hilarious and then um, in the what Jewish about, what, faith, about the, what about the friggin clothing of friggin of, about friggin God what is I think this is what everybody's reading what, what is the what, what is man what is what what's, what kind of friggin garb does friggin God have on that's a good yeah, question that is a good question uh, and the answer is he's not wearing clothes friggin naked as the dickens stark raving friggin naked um waving his dangly friggin Johnson all over the place and the thing is massive Doug you can't stand directly underneath God you will get hit by his friggin dangly Johnson um, because he's not wearing a uh, cod piece at all. So, I mean, it's just white bush, friggin' large piece. If he turns around, there's his friggin' hairy butt. Yeah. 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 Now, I heard a story, an absolutely friggin' hilarious, about a guy who, about a guy who looked at God and you can't look at him and it turned to salt. He turned into a big pile of salt. It was a woman. And her name was Lot's wife. I never heard about this about this broad. Yeah, I think I think what you're freaking referring to is uh, the the story of Sodom and Gomorrah, where there was a, a city in which everybody there was having anal sex, and God, um, God said, "Yeah, yeah," and God bless them. Uh, absolutely. Well, that's the problem, though, is God did not bless them. Um, he, he said, Hey, can I get in on this action? And they're like, I'm sorry, God, we got a even number of people. We can't really, you know, can't really let you in right now. And he said, well, I'm turning everybody to freaking salt. And that was in, I think that covers what you were talking about. Yeah. And yeah. Doug Jordan, number four with toilet. Yeah. So there's not much that I can think about toilets and religion. I mean, they use them in Christianity. I don't think they talk about it in the Bible at all. The Greek, ancient Greeks used to have bathrooms with a bunch of toilets that people used to sit next to and probably go to the bathroom in. Well, isn't there also an interesting uh, uh, aspect to the freaking Jewish religion um, on uh, the freaking um, um, the freaking Sabbath when they are not when they um, um, must relinquish all of their freaking duties um, and they they're not able to do anything um, that constitutes as freaking work. Um, but one of the things is they are allowed to freaking um, um, relinquish pull their, their, pull their duties. Freaking, they are able to relinquish very very well, very very good, Doug Jordan. Relinquish their freaking duty um, into the freaking toilet. But if they uh, if they forget to freaking lift the seat the night prior, they must freaking they are not allowed to freaking lift the toilet freaking seat. So they must freaking unfortunately move their freaking bowels onto the top of the freaking toilet. And just sort of wait. And if they got a big family, Doug Jordan, that might pile greatly high. And the weight 
and a stench. It's a commitment, you know, and that's what all these religions are about. That's really what this segment is about. It's sort of yeah. about the commitment of Christ and and Hashim and and uh, Muhammad Ali and Rafiki. Yeah. Well, there's polytheistic religions too. Yeah. Does that mean we get to have sex with everybody? Freaking Shaka Khan. Um, well, in uh, Japan, there's Shintoism where they believe that there's spiritual beings in all things. Yeah, Sudoku. what do you like a toilet? What kind of toilets toilet do they god. use? Yeah, they have a toilet god. Yeah, they pray to for oh, good blessings. Oh, Toto, Toto, the Japanese toilet. That's right. Should have known about was- that. I also, Doug, want to take this moment to put you on freaking blast about uh, there not being any toilets mentioned in the Bible when in freaking the Old Testament in the book of Judges, freaking Aod dies on the freaking chair. Okay, good good to know. Yeah, you've I was put on blast. Yeah. yeah put That's fine. So, number yeah. five is cars and motorcycles. Now, this has every application to different religions of the world because they all nowadays use cars and motorcycles to get around unless they're Amish. And then they use a horse and buggy, which is kind of like a non-electric or motorized car motorcycle. The horse is basically the engine and the buggy is the car and the man is the motorcycle that's driving. And the hay is the gasoline and the apples is, is the, is the battery charger and the is the exhaust and the that's about it and then maybe they have one of them hand fans as the air conditioning the radio is their fiddle perhaps and that's about it they can drink and drive i think is a benefit but Sandy drinks and drives anyhow so it doesn't really matter and he always says the blood of christ body within body without and i said i don't know what that means well, it's one of those things. Nobody freaking knows what it means. Um, but everybody, every freaking good God-fearing man freaking will repeat that to themselves um, before getting into a freaking car before they've had way too much to freaking drink. Now, what I am most excited about here is sports. Number six, how does sports play into the different religions of this great world? Um, well, geez Louise, I guess it's sort of freaking obvious. Um... Sports, um, as far as freaking religion is concerned, um, have always played a freaking um, freaking massive role in freaking in freaking in 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 so basically what it um you can trace this freaking back all the way to the very freaking beginning. Um I'm talking freaking BC, Mesopotamia before freaking God. Um Mesopotamia. Please don't interrupt me. Um it goes all the way back to freaking Mesopotamia. Um, which was famous for their freaking pyramids, but that they called freaking ziggurats. Um, the ziggurat is similar to a freaking pyramid, but it is freaking tiered uh, with freaking steps um, that go up freaking uh, bit by bit. Um, and then sort of uh, as if you freaking ascend up the freaking ziggurat, the tippy top is, um, is similar to a freaking tip of a freaking nipple. Um, and that is where the freaking, um, that is where they believe freaking God lives. Um, and every morning, every freaking daybreak, they would freaking step out of their huts and they would peer above to the tip, um, to the to the little nip, um, to the little freaking tip on top of the freaking ziggurat, and they would say many days, many days that they would that they would that it, I'm being honest with you, they would freaking see freaking God. 
And you can freaking trace this all the way back to the very freaking beginning. I mean, this is one of the things that freaking started and started all of it. Yeah. Um, believe Johnny Remy. And it goes all the way freaking, all the way freaking back to the, I don't, pretty, on it, uh, just a little bit after freaking dinosaurs. Um, because this, because it, it's one of the very first freaking instances of freaking God in the freaking history, in, in freaking literature and freaking history book. Uh, yeah. So, uh, couldn't agree guys, more. Well, you can just trace that all the way, all the way to the freaking beginning. Go ahead, Doug. What did what did they have to do with sports and religion? What are you talking about? Yeah, what are you Your category about? is sports, and you started talking about the ziggurats well, with right, the okay. nipple of God. Well, maybe I was maybe I was freaking. Well, first of all, I never freaking said it was the nipple of God. Um, I, I said that freaking God. I believe that freaking were earlier. The freaking God has a freaking giant giant freaking. And that is freaking, and it has to be freaking, and it has to be freaking that big because it's freaking cream created the freaking universe. Um, so imagine freaking doing that with a little freaking shrimp, um, little shrimp in your freaking trousers, ain't gonna freaking happen. Um, and what I was saying, and if you would have freaking let me freaking get to it, um, the freaking sports of it all, um, comes into play, honestly, almost all the way back at the freaking very beginning, um, where they would do, um, it's in a lot of freaking ways, and this can go, this goes, this reaches all the way freaking back. I'm, I'm, bear with me while we freaking harken all the way back to, at the time, a little bit after freaking dinosaurs. Um, basically, you have freaking uh, cave people, and then um, they would be, and they would see freaking God, and, um, they would freaking uh, they would freaking fight each other to prove um, to God um, who was who who was who was worth freaking saving and who was worth freaking uh, freaking smiting. Yeah, but sort of a master of the realm, Doug Jordan. Freaking satisfied or number seven is geography. Tady yeah. Risser. Yeah, and uh, and uh, I think it's kind of just piggybacking off of what what Sandy just said that if you really, it harkens all the way back to the freaking beginning. Um, yeah. You know, specifically Mesopotamia and the ziggurats. Um, it's that's, that's really where it all began. And I think uh, since then it's freaking uh, blossomed into many, many beautiful sprawling cities across the freaking country, Doug. Um, I think specifically of the Vatican city, in uh in italy and uh jerusalem in uh well in jerusalem uh israel um and uh uh mecca uh which is in uh geez i actually don't know where mecca is but uh that's where all the um that's where everyone in islam goes once in their freaking life doug to walk around a a giant freaking ziggurat and um and once they do that they're freaking declared to be freaking men and they can go back and they can friggin, well, you, you guess it, they can start playing with themselves because you not allowed to friggin play with yourself in Islam until you've walked around the ziggurat in Mecca. Yeah. Yeah. And the Tigers and Euphrates are a big deal, too, Doug Jordan. And a lot of people well, no, forget about forget them. A, yeah, you can't forget about freaking Machu freaking pizza either, um, which is they bring it up as center of freaking God and religion um, entirely. But it's one of those things, too, where if you if you get to put a freaking globe in front of a freaking scientist and you say, point to where freaking Machu Picchu um, erupted and, 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 and where freaking God was, freaking scientists won't even know where to freaking point on the freaking globe. No, so, they don't know about it. So No. And yeah. that really harkens back to the beginning. Yeah. yeah, all the way back. Yeah. Oh, you got to go all the way freaking back for, to find some of these answers. I mean, you go back to the Tigris Euphrates, the Fertile Crescent, Doug Jordan. It's the Tigris is one leg of the Great Mother Earth. The Euphrates, the other, the Fertile Crescent is where they birthed the Great World from, and all of this religion came birthing out of that canal of theirs, that wide canal of hers. 
it, between those two legs, Dick Jordan. Yeah, why is everybody addressing me about this? Think about the think about the freaking Garden of Eden, Doug. I mean, this is I mean that was that was all the way freaking back. If you freaking need to figure out where that happened in freaking history. You're gonna need to freaking harken quite a bit back. You're gonna need to freaking go back and freaking. You're gonna need to freaking harken all the way freaking back. It's day one, Dick Jordan, or day mm-hmm. seven, or se- seven or eight. Uh, and number eight, Doug Jordan, and finally miscellaneous, which everybody knows is sex. I mean, in sex, and if we're gonna go the sex route uh, with miscellaneous, the you know some religions say you can't have it before you're married. Uh, you have to abstain. Some say that you should have sex because it makes more people. Talk about the Mormons, the guys who walk around with backpack on and uh, shirt and tie banging on your doorsteps, white guys, little nerdy white guys walking around. And yet they're so freaking nerdy, yet they all have 25 wives and they're having sex all the freaking time. And out that the kajotomy is between the nerdiness and the sex talk about sex like that or maybe sex in in the hindu religion with the because they got the crazy gods with the elephants and the crazy arms well, I, I don't think all mormons are the ones that have multiple wives i think it's just a section of of being a mormon that does that you think well, those I people mean, are freaking morons doug i mean jesus they're having sex and they're having more sex than freaking anybody yeah got a freaking billion wives good point I didn't say they were morons. Seems pretty freaking smart to me. Do you, I mean, it seems like you guys know what we want to talk about here with the elephant. Well, obviously, he's having the freaking craziest. I mean, that guy is obviously... I mean, he's in the freaking book of freaking, the freaking Kama Sutsa, which is the freaking original freaking book of freaking love. Um, this new? That book... Yeah, Visnu is up to all sorts of. My favorite is when it's uh, you open up the freaking page of the freaking Kama Sutra, and mo- most pages it's it's two freaking people in these freaking diagrams, and then every once in a while you turn to a freaking page where it's freaking a woman and freaking Visnu, and he's he's doing something and go, Jesus, Louise, I can't freaking do that. How's this freaking page doing here? Who, who is this freaking helping exactly? I need to see a freaking picture of freaking a woman on her freaking knees performing freaking Valencia on on freaking Visnu. Well then, and then Doug Jordan, I want to help you with one more, and it's called immaculate conception. Now, this is a type of insemination that comes from of the highest order, God Himself, and ejaculation along with His insemination, and it's invisible. And did He just put it in the air like mold spores, and it just worked its way up there, Doug Jordan, through osmosis, or? That's what I always wondered. Yeah, I don't. I'm not really sure. I mean, Sandy said earlier that God's uh, dangly Johnson creamed and the earth was born. So maybe he was just kind of hanging out up until it went where it needed to go. You think she swam in the cream is what you're saying? I wasn't going to put it like that, but yeah, sure. God bless her. God, God bless you for freaking saying that. God bless us all, quite frankly. Yeah. Yeah. Weakers, tweakers, three freaking seekers. This has been another great freaking hilarious freaking episode of freaking Our Weekend Review. We love you so very freaking much. We're so freaking hot and for you. Stay safe out there, and we'll see you freaking next week. I thought that went quite well.
Wait, Regan didn't get to any of the Regan news. I know, and there was a big breaking story. There's a new virus called a freaking monkeypox out there, and I thought it would be absolutely freaking hilarious to talk about it. It dethroned the COVID-19 virus. Jeez Louise. Well, sounds like that'll probably be around freaking next week. Maybe we can freaking talk about it then. I was interested in Taco Bell's new grilled cheese biscuit. Well, do it really, do it really freaking quick. What are you freaking thinking about? Well, I don't. I didn't read this. He didn't no, read the story. No, you can't do it now. Because the freaking nope. ending music usually plays at this point. And well, then, I, mean, I mean, you can just freaking something. Are you freaking excited? I mean, what, I mean, what for, for, for the toasted cheddar chalupa or the Mexican pizza or the freaking grilled cheese biscuit? Jesus, Louise, they're, they're introducing a freaking biscuit. Yeah, I'm interested in this biscuit. Yeah, that's a shame we didn't freaking get to that. I don't understand how they're going to do a biscuit at Taco Bell. It's a Taco Bell. I mean, they got breakfast now. I think it's a breakfast thing. Yeah, but it's not. It's a biscuit. You don't get biscuit if in Mexico. They don't have them down there. Yeah, they can't freaking make them. They don't know what it is. Yeah, they try to make it, and it just flattens out into a pancake circle and becomes a taco tortilla yeah. shell. They call it freaking masha. It's just a. It's basically a freaking little edible freaking plate um, that tastes like freaking straw and freaking corn. Yeah. Um, man, it is freaking disgusting. been a production of Our Week Studios. W-A-Y-O-L-P Rochester.